This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're back. I brewed some tea. Do you like tea? Well, let me spill the tea of history into your ears. Ange's troop, one of the four elementals, was kidnapped by Pirate Penny, the merciless leader of the Blowhole Gang. Hiram Blood was murdered by a swordfish. Eugene Nedley and Marianne Blood are still alive, but Eugene is sleeping off some psychedelic mushrooms, and Marianne is off to write some poetry. Also, Commissioner Theodore Roosevelt has assigned almost officer Shane Dell Doubles Blum to the case. It's a lot, but hopefully all will be made clear soon. Now, where should we begin? Let's start at police headquarters, where Commissioner Roosevelt is going over his reports. Hmm, yes. Bully, so. The most corrupt area of the cities are here, here, and here, according to our corruption study, study, which is a study we did of the original corruption study, which we found was very corrupt. The corruption study, study, was only somewhat corrupt, so now we can convene the corruption study, 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 which will find out who corrupted the corruption study, study, and in turn corrupted the corruption study, and thus let us figure out Who is really corrupt? Got that, Sergeant Fitz? Aye, sure, sure. But Tammany Hall and Boss Crocker are wailing like a banshee, saying that to complete that study, they'll need $10,000 for various fees. Fees? For what? Corruption. Oh, how will we ever clean up this city? We need to cut the corruption down to the ruption. An eruption of truth. And justice. Well, you'll never get approval for that, sir. As commissioner, I'm hogtied by laws. Bully! But maybe there's another way. Another way. Another way. Another way. Another way. Sir? Oh, uh, (laughs) yes, I I was doing an echo for dramatic effect. Oh, very effective, sir. So much pecking. Almost, Officer Doubles, where have you been? Trying to round up all those birds, the slapping amok they've even agitated the local birds. It's avian awfulness from pecker to flecker. Well, non-native birds could be an issue, but then again, we're a nation of immigrants, so perhaps these birds too are but a huddled mass of feathers yearning to be free. Some are very violent. Yes, a few bad wrens spoil the bunch. 
Keep an eye on them, Fitz. Nope. Oh, you. <laughs> anyway, it's good you're here, Doubles. We have an important job for you. You need me to help sweep out corruption. Sort of. I need you to sweep out the cafeteria, and I also the lavatory on the third floor is clogged. There is no lavatory on the third floor. Oh, then some misguided soul clogged up something, and you're just the almost officer to undo it. But I'm working the Hiram Blood Mater. I'm supposed to be protecting those Fakakta scientists. Yes. Have you exposed the vile myrrh villain, the fishmonger, yet? I know that costume creep is behind it. Such a thing? I don't think there is. And that's why you're not an officer. Look at Fitz. He did all sorts of things to become a sergeant. Oh, hi. They said, Fitzy, my boy, you want to be a sergeant since you're Ma O'Grady's cousin. And I said, ah. And they said, aye. And by the green grass of Kerry, I was made a sergeant. That's just nepotism. And here's a plunger. Declog well, Doubles. Now, I must go to the roof for reasons. I take my leave. Run in! Hmm. He does love to run. <laughs> I won't drop this case. I'll solve it and become a real policewoman. Well, that's not how it works, I don't think. Ah, well, keep my girl. Who can know? Life is as mysterious as me ma's cabbage recipe. She boils it. Boils? What a thing. What a thing. I should check on Eugene. Make sure he's fine after all this bleedery. And with that, Shandell headed out. But before we leave the police headquarters, let's take a quick trip to the roof to see what Commissioner Roosevelt is doing. The city. My city. I see you twinkling like a cave of jewels. I will protect you. It's my city, not yours, fishmonger. This apple is not big enough for the both of us. Oh, oh, you want it? You want the apple? Yeah, you want it? Too bad! Fish do not eat apples, stupid! Ah, uh, sorry, Kamish, oh, uh, but, but this there. came to you <laughs> express from Brooks Brothers. Oh, oh, give it here. Oh, goody, goody, goody! Oh, it's even better than I hoped! Bully! Morning breaks in New York, and Eugene's head is throbbing from his mushroom mind melt. He was having his morning ice cream, but he can't enjoy it because of the toadstool hangover. He looked at the few extra mushrooms he had stuffed in his pockets and tosses them onto his desk. Oh. Oh. Oh, my head is pounding. And now it's pounding so loud it sounds like it's coming from the door. All right, head, we get it. You can throw your pounding. You're a regular terrific Terry the Ventriloquist. The door was open and cops are allowed to enter any home for any reason as long as we plan to have it in. So I'm going to put this bloody knife here so it's all nice and legal. Oh, Eugene, you're up. Sorry about all that pounding. That was my head. I hope it didn't bother you. What? What? Anyway, thanks for meeting me so quickly, Officer Doubles. It's almost, Officer, and I prefer Shandle. Anyway, how did you know I was coming? Oh, I assumed I asked you to come by. No, I was just checking on you. So you came on your own? No one has ever come by on their own. Oh, that is so nice. I have to. I've been assigned to protect you. Any port in a storm. I'm about to scrapbook all these articles about the Shakespeare Bird release. Oh, let me see. Ah. Idiot releases birds. Cuckoo ruins New York. Birds dying? 
Shakes, Jake! That's not even clever, New York world. None of these seem very positive. Scrapbook doesn't judge if it's good or bad. They just want scraps, like a hobo. Oh, hobos judge. Let me tell you. It's only with Hiram being... this release. I was hoping to make the city better. I want to fix things, but I'm not good at fixing via tools or building. I'm not what you call a man's man. I'm more like a monkey's man. I don't know what that means. Exactly. But Hiram saw something in me. He came from a rich Texas family who made their fortune finding the cows of ranchers who went off to fight in the Civil War and selling them back to said veterans at a profit. Hiram studied at Harvard, while Marianne studied at Mrs. Harburg's school for mouthy girls. She is mouthy. Quite. I went to Princeton, which was coincidentally where my parents donated the Nedley Library of Extremely Expensive Books. How serendipitous. I don't speak Yiddish. That's not... How did they pay for that? I come from very rich stock. The Nedleys, though having since faded into obscurity, were once the most powerful family in Delaware. We own the most famous thing in Delaware, the Delaware Stump which was said to be the remains of the first tree that George Washington ever cut down. This, of course, wasn't true. But at the time, people believed it was. We still remember the famed story of George Washington and the cherry tree, a story created by Parson Weems to sell biographies of General George. But what is forgotten is that this book caused a whole slew of books about George Washington cutting down trees. There was Washington's Wood, George, Don't Cut That, and Axum Another Log, to name but a few. There was a mania to own wood from a genuine Washington-cut tree. It was the Nedleys who cashed in on this mania by selling splinters at a highly inflated price from the supposed first tree. It's said if you were to reconstruct a tree from all the splinters sold, it would be over six miles wide and ten miles tall. Did any of your families earn their wealth honestly? Did Anyone? Touche. Again, I don't know Yiddish. That's French? No, he was American. Ooh. That's an owl. This is a strange game. Uh, how does this relate to Hiram? Well, it was at Princeton I followed my birding passion into a birding career with a degree in ornithology, which means the ology of Orny. I think Orny invented birds. I was first in my class, and when I stood on the Nedley additional donation steps and received my diploma, I knew I loved birds. But it would be at a fancy party where I'd meet Hiram, Marianne, and Angus. I'm not surprised. It was a fundraiser for the element Boron. A wealthy dowager had decided that Boron was the most ignored of the early periodic elements and thus was worthy of more praise. The press, however, felt that the money lavished on this event was ridiculous, and Joseph Pulitzer ran a column called Morons for Boron. So you were also at this Boron bash? What? No. I had come to the party as a protest because Boron was not good for birds. There is no proof of this. There's proof of this, and thus its promotion was a backhanded attack on the avian world. I protested by dressing up as a flamingo and dancing outside of the wealthy widow's estate. Hiram didn't like this one bit, so he came outside. And then we got into a fight. Oh, it was a real rum-dunger. Actually, neither of them had fought before and didn't really understand how to fight. They merely stood facing one another, waiting for the other to start so he could copy his moves. Eventually, they tired of staring at each other and went to the local tavern. We drowned our sorrows and tended our wounds. Hiram helped me get a position with the American Acclimatization Society. Oh, so you're just a bunch of rich weirdos, not a group of famous, brilliant scientists. Hmm. 
That makes so much more sense. That boron loving dowager changed our lives. I wonder what happened to her. She died of boron poisoning. On a side note, it was actually because of this party that the name the Four Elementals was first proposed. Of course, it was in reference to the older understanding of the four basic elements of Empedocles. The group felt it paid homage to past and future since boron is the fifth element, not love as posited by others. Anyway, we became the Four Elementals, but you could say the fifth element was love. It's boron. That story was quite a story. My story is much less exciting. Born in a slum, one of eight children, and the only really interesting part is- I need more glue. Hold on with whatever you were saying. Right, sure. Now where is my window? I was using that for winding. It's a dead breed. Another one? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, birds, that you keep dying. Who would have ever thought that something created by Shakespeare would end in tragedy? There's a note attached. It wrote a suicide note? That's not... It says, you're next. You're next? I'm next? What next? Next! Stop saying next! I can't. Next, 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 next. Next, Eugene, next, next, are you all right? Next, Marianne, I saw the window next, was broken. Next, next, Don't worry, I'm next, here to protect him. Next, next, Where were you next, last next, night? Angus was kidnapped. Next, Her greenhouse was next, ransacked, and she's next, gone. Next, next, you don't mean. I do mean. murdered Hiram must have. I'm next. I'm. I'm next. I'm next. What? Bade, read. I see. This intimidation tactic has Blubberton's oily fingers all over it. What do we do? 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 Do. We find Henry B. Lubbins III and tell him we don't care how many whales he's flinched. He can't threaten and kill us. Well, I mean, he already killed one of us. What about the blowhole gang? That's obviously a false lead. Lubbins is the real criminal. We go down and find him and tell him to knock it off. Really? Yes, but let's hurry. This rush of adrenaline will not last long, and he's very scary. Hurry to the financial district. The Million Dollar Club was the gilded hall where the rich and super rich came to eat pre-lunch, the fourth meal of the 10 meals of the day. Steak was always on the menu, and it was covered in lamb gravy, and even the potatoes were made of meat. The arched vaulted dining room was glittering with gold leaf and various statues imported from far off lands. The napkins were 12th century tapestries that were cut and sliced. It's opulence to the nth degree, even more, like the cuth or arth degree. Is that how it works? I'm a historian, not a math person, but I assume you get the idea. Very fancy. It's into this austere eatery that Eugene, Marianne, and Chandel entered ready to confront Lubbins, but they were quickly stopped by the maitre d'. Excusez-moi. Where are you going? To confront Henry B. Lubbins. Fine, fine. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Vous? Me? Oui. What? Are you a Jewess? Yes. You cannot go in. We have a policy. I'm also a member of the police. It does not matter. Rules they are. How you say the rules? But we're fine. You're heritage. Anglo-Saxon. Same, with a touch of Dutch. Oh, that's fine. But you will have to wait up back. 
We have a holding room for lesser Europeans. It's quite nice. We have a complimentary custard and a hose for drinking. Oh, a hose. See, it's not all bad. This isn't right. Uh, buddy, it's a... <coughs> uh, sorry. You know what? Just between us, it's a private club. We can do as we like. So kick off to the green room. Okay? The blue room is for the colored folk. Then there's an orange room for assorted celestials. Also a corridor for red Indians, but since the whole push-push-bye-bye policies, it's pretty empty. The real problem is Laplanders. I mean, where do they fit? According to some, We don't have time uh, for this terrible policy. I'm not going! Then you all cannot come in. Doubles, please. This is a terrible policy, but we're not going to solve it today. Lubbins is more important. This is dehumanizing! Right, but we do this now, and then I'll write a strongly worded letter to the comptroller or a clerk. Clerks really respond to letters. <sighs> Fine. Just this once. Excellent! The lesser Europeans' room is this way. I'll have the ethnic Czech girl take you. Moira! Hi, sweets. Come with me. Here you go. This is a claim check. Bring it to the cloakroom and I'll retrieve your colored, celestial, and or lesser European. Also note, we are not liable for any damage or radicalization that happens to your ethnic. Thank you. Oh, claim check number 16. Lucky. Why is it lucky? I'm just trying to find something positive in this awkward exchange. Make sure to come get me. Right this way, Madame Mercier. As this unfortunate racism was occurring, Lubbins was getting ready to cut into a giant prime rib. But right before he could, the steak was pulled away by Eugene. What? My steak? You! I should have seen you walking over here, but I was so steak-focused I let my guard down. Too bad for you. Too bad for you? Oh, it's too bad for you. You are a gull-puking eclair. You do not have a spine. You do not talk to me like that. Where you're going, they won't have steak. Where is that? Um... Huh, I didn't really have a follow-up. Now you listen to me, Lovins. <laughs> oh, who's this? Another Gibson girl? What are you packing that you got all these skirts after you? I'm Hiram Blood's sister, you suck dodger. Ah, so more loud Lundies who are ultimately harmless. Harmless? Don't be so sure. I got my sights on you, buster. My sights and my sounds, like this. Woo, 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 and that. Harumph, harumph. So who's harmless now? You are. Oh. You're acting pretty icy for a man being accused. I'm a plutocrat, we're used to threats. Just look around. And indeed, at various tables all around the Million Dollar Club, titans of industry and capitalism were being accused. Another deranged man was even charging at Vanderbilt with a gun, but Vanderbilt very casually beat him with his diamond-studded cane. The man was then swept into a vagrant gutter, after which Vanderbilt closed his menu and told the waiter, Steak Diane, extra bloody. You see, we, we're elite. We know how to deal with riffraff. Riff, perhaps. Raff, perhaps not. All you've proved is you'd have no problem giving Hiram the heave-ho. 
Let me explain this so even you can understand and in turn leave my life for good. I had a court case coming up, okay? I gotta pay the customs house 30 cents per barrel of fish oil because our government is... So I learn that a whale ain't a fish. It's a mammal, right? So I say, I don't gotta pay that fish tax. No tax, and I save a mint. But the law says whales are fish. So Iron was gonna testify about whales not being fish, but then he up and dies on me before he can testify. You and Hiram hated each other. He was trying Who to- Who better to defend my side? If my sworn enemy agrees with me, any jury will know there's no payoff. Why would he do that? I'm sure he'd plan to give him some boo-hoo, whales is people too speech on the stand, make him cry. But who cares? I'll dry my tears with a couple million dollar bills. So, in closing, why would I want to kill a guy who's gonna save me so much dough? Riddle me that, Auguste Dupin. Huh. Well. Now that I've choked down my mid-morning steak, it's time to get back to ruining some lives. I'm planning a hostile buyout of Edgar Frump's humpback back hump sacklumps. They sell sacks that you put the backs of humpback whales in. You get it. And with that, Lubbins pushed his chair away from the table and headed toward the golden exit door. Eugene and Marianne were not finished, so they gave chase. You think you're so smart? You're still killing all those whales. What happens when they're gone? The ocean's full of them. God created all creatures for our use. Says so in the Bible. If God wanted me to stop, he'd smite me right here, right now. Well? <laughs> still here. You're scum, Lubbins. If scum and drum were candy and nuns, we'd all live in a convent. Help me put on my jacket. Sure. Eugene! I'm not a savage. Coat help crosses all boundaries. There was even the coat truce during the Thirty Years' War. Thanks, stupid. Anyway, listen, girly. Where are we supposed to get our fuel from then, eh? From the ground. Oil. Coal. We can use the earth right below our feet You to- sound like that sop Rockefeller. America runs on whale juice now and forever. Plants get energy from the sun. Do I look like a goddamn radish to you? You are a bit red. Roundish. By this point, Lubbin's carriage pulled up to the rather dirty curb. Well, as fun as this isn't, I'm glad it's over. Now, excuse me, I have a meeting with the Secretary of Labour. We're splitting a cigarette girl for dessert. Don't think about it too hard. But... If I need you, I'll send a letter. I won't, so don't look for one. Now, unless you found my missing whale? No? Then goodbye forever. One last thing. Did you murder... That's a fast carriage. I don't think he did it. Someone killed Hiram, and Lubbins is guilty of something. Those are both two sums. Well, we could check his office. I took his keys when I helped him with his jacket. Good work, Eugene. It was kind of an accident. My fingers were sticky with ice cream. I had ice cream for breakfast. For once, your sweet tooth may be of use. It just fell out. (laughs) Oh, well. To the Blubberton offices. We should wait until night. When it's empty. Of course. Night. Nature's time out. Good plan. What do you want to do until then? We can just meet up later. I don't have plans. Oh. That's... Huh. Oh! Right! What about almost Officer Doubles? She'll never abet our sneaking. You should go distract her. True, it's... Oh. It looks like she has her hands full. Look at the Million Dollar Club. Oh. Looks like... 
fighting and looting. Good thing we got out when we did. And there's Doubles trying to... Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what she's doing. Looks like eating a frankfurter. Oh, someone started a fire. So, it looks like I'm free to hang. Hang? Hang what? I thought you said you had to hang some pictures. No. Then we can do whatever. It's kind of... I have lady business. Oh, you mean... With the... Let's just meet at Blubberton at seven. Outside. Question. What? Disguises? Oh, the riot is really spilling into the streets. I need to go. So, yes? The plan was set, and the riot was getting worse. But how did the riot start? Will they find Angus? Who's behind Hiram's murder? The Blowhole Gang or Lovins? Are they working together? Oh, that's a guess. But the fire raged and looting continued. The Landwell Murders is a Roy Gold production. It was written by Jonathan A. Goldberg with music by Matt Roy Berger. It was directed by James Oliva and mixed by Martin D. Fowler. You can find merchant stuff at our Tee Public store. Just search Land Whale. You'll probably find it. Unlike my search for Barnaby's gold, that old coot hid it somewhere and I'll find it by gum. Anyway, stay oaky and always branch out toward better things. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. I take my leave. Running! 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 Running!